You are listening to Secrets of Middle-Earth on sqpn.com. The battle for Middle-Earth is about to begin. Where do you travel to find Middle-Earth? How can you fight the shadows of Angmar? created the dwarves. I thought I'd die fighting side by side with an elf. Why are elves immortal? You will linger on in darkness and in doubt. It's nightfall in winter that comes without a star. What is the ultimate evil of Sauron? Join me on a quest for answers through the books, the movies, and the games that tell us the legendary adventures of hobbits, dwarves, men, and elves in Tolkien's Middle-earth. Hello and welcome back to Middle-earth. I'm Father Roderick. We are about to record another episode of The Secrets of Middle-earth, and as usual, we do that inside Middle-earth, that is, inside this wonderful world created for the online game Lord of the Rings Online. And joining me today uh, are two Tolkien fans, uh, experts, can I call you Tolkien professors, or is that name already claimed? (laughs) I think that's taken. Co-professors. That was the voice of uh, Laura Burkholz. It's great to have you uh, in uh, the Secrets of Middle-Earth again. Yes, it's great to be here. And also joining us is Inge Lotz from Groningen in the Netherlands. But Hello. now in Middle-Earth. So where are we right now? It's, uh, it's getting dark here in, in Middle-Earth. Yeah, we're just west of Bree, and uh, we're going to head into town and see what's there. Yeah, it's kind of funny that we are almost in exactly the same location where I think, was it Tom Bombadil who showed the hobbits uh, the the road to, uh, to to Bree and they had just left. I think he, he went back home. Uh, yeah, this is just about where he would have waved goodbye to them and left them on the road and gave them directions to uh, to go to the, uh, the Prancing Pony Inn in Bree to yeah. see... Uh, See uh, Butterbur. Now, I in, I in the distance I can see uh, a hill, and at the foot of the hill is this uh, city. Um, we can only barely see the, the 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 wall outside of the city, and then some of the the higher buildings. I I guess that the big, tall building in the distance that I can just see in between those trees, um, that must be the Prancing Pony, the inn where we hope to be able to stay for the night. And uh, it's it's still early in the evening. Uh, sun has just set. So the the sky has this beautiful purple bluish glow. You can see the first stars, and we are surrounded by these beautiful hills of Breland and uh, the trees. And behind us, if I look, if I turn around, I can still see the edges of the uh, the old forest where, of course, uh, Tom Bombadil lives. Uh, but for now, let's uh, let's just move and, uh, and and see if we can get any closer to uh, the city of Bree. Let's go. It's always really nice to be in uh, in Middle Earth. It almost feels like uh, I'm on vacation. 
It does, except when the weather's bad. Yeah, but today it's sometimes. Yeah, it's sometimes beautiful today. Sometimes it rains, but it's a gorgeous evening right now. Now we're we're coming up to a, a small river, or is this a creek? Um, with a uh, a bridge on my left, I can see a beer. Actually, what what kind of bridge is this? Uh, just a little stone bridge, I yeah, think. It's called. Well, it's a bridge near Greenway Crossing, which is also yes. mentioned in the book, if I'm not mistaken. And here's a a, a signpost that that uh, tells us where we can uh, travel, and it basically tells us that if we uh, if we continue, uh, what is it? Uh, east, we'll we'll arrive at Bree, um, and if we yes. if we go the other way, actually to the west, then uh, we'll probably go back to to the Shire, to the Shire isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, this is this an important. Is, oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Inga. Yeah, this is an important uh, route because yes, you have a north-south route. Mm-hmm. North is uh, North Downs, and south is uh, uh, you go to uh, uh, to southern countries, and also you, if you continue, you go to the lowlands. And of course, you have uh, east and west. So to the east, uh, there's Bree and Archit and those little uh, villages, and to the west, you have uh, the Shire. So the dwarves would go here from Eret Luwin. From the Blue Mountains uh, to Trey. Right, er- Eric Lewin. That's where Thorin's Hall is, and and uh, where they uh, th- they do mining there as well. I, I guess. Yeah. Yes, the dwarves and the Hobbit. They came from Eric Lewin. So so this east west road actually goes all the way from Eric Lewin in the west, mm-hmm. all the way to uh, the Lonely Mountain in the east, all the way through Markwood. So oh, it's wow. a really important road, and the southern road actually goes. Uh, Goes all the way down to Rohan and Gondor, so this north-south road. So this is a, a very important crossing right here. Greenway crossing. Well, we're going uh, further, a little bit further east, and here is the West Gate of Bree. Let me just get off my horse here, um, and it's it's now really getting dark, and this must be kind of the moment that the hobbits with Frodo and uh, Sam and the other two arrive at the gate and uh, well right now the gate is open but when they arrived the, the gate was uh, was shut and in front of us we can see this huge wooden gate or wooden wooden doors it's two doors and then two stone um, towers on both ends there's a lantern fortunately giving shedding a little bit of light on the pavement below here and uh, there is a guard standing uh, next to the door, he's one of the guards of the free peoples, and so this is probably where they would have knocked. And uh, and and there was this guy who wanted to let them in, right? Or, or there was a little bit of a, a the gatekeeper. Dis- yeah. yeah. Isn't, the, isn't yeah. he standing there, Harry Goatleaf? Oh, he that is. could be. Is he is he on the inside? Let's walk inside. Let's see. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Harry Goatleaf, a bearded man who is. Deciding, and I guess at the house there on the left, uh, that must be near the mailbox. That must be where he, where he, uh, where he stays during the night, in order to answer uh, uh, the the door literally when there are uh, travelers uh, late at night. Now the yes, and uh, and the hobbits uh, had a bit of resistance. If you if you remember in the movie, they they didn't want to let them into Bree. Well, it was in the middle of the night, and then of course, uh, the, the, even though Breland is kind of a calmer region in Middle Earth, there are still, you know, bandits and whatnot, thieves roaming around. Mm-hmm. 
and so it makes makes sense that they uh, they are careful on who to who to let in. And these doors, these huge, well, I guess they're oaken doors. I mean, they look extremely solid. If I walk up to them, I can even tell that uh, uh, right now there's only like part of the big gate is open, um, but the, in, the 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 rest of the doors are shut. And there's even this big wooden pole that kind of uh, reinforces the um, uh, the gate so that uh, you know like I don't know what bigger armies will not be able to uh, to enter the city so that you can you can tell and then there's also this wall and then on the outside uh, there is a, a ring of well I guess it's a, a canal or something how do you call that moat. like the, the water that goes all around the city yes. yeah, a moat a moat there's no uh, water in it. So that's yeah. There's no water in it anymore. But I guess that in 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 olden times, this would also serve as extra protection, uh, mm-hmm. so that no one could storm the gate. And it, and it kind of makes sense because um, I gather from what you said, Laura, that uh, uh, Brie was kind of a, an economic stronghold or a, a very important position, you know, or location on this trade road. And so with all these travelers bringing money, bringing their goods. Uh, on their way to either the west or the east. I mean, this must be a rich, a rich town. Yes, well, it was. Uh, by this time, though, it's kind of gone downhill because there's not a, as many travelers as there used to be. But it's still a, it's still an important route. You still see, you know, for instance, dwarves coming through. It's also the the westernmost um, settlement for uh, for men. There's there's no other men around here, right? Either so it's true. If you go to the if you go further, what is it? East? Uh, no, wh- uh, what is it? West? East you you get to the Shire. So that's that's all. Yes. That's all hobbits, and then beyond that, you get elves and dwarves, but no more yes. no more man. That's true. No man. Yep. Uh, the only man I think that we'll find anywhere near this place would be up north in the, in the North Downs, right? Yeah, in Estelden, for example. Yeah, that's that's kind of where the rangers come from. Yeah. Yes, but that's not really a settled town. They're more just settled, uh, true you know, camps. And true. Like yeah, that. yeah. That, that's a very barren region, and uh, there are no big cities over there. Um, I think the the biggest cities, or at least remains of those cities, are are even m- more north uh, over there in Angmar. Uh, but of course, that's a that's a dangerous area. We don't want to go there today. No, not today. Instead, let's uh, let's walk up to. Uh, well, here's a stable master. He's got some horses here that you can uh, that you can rent if you want to travel fast through the city. And uh, well, if I guess if we just move up this hill, uh, we'll we should arrive at the prancing pony. And let me just describe the surroundings here. Uh, these tall houses, uh, several floors, stories high. Uh, the windows are lit because it's night right now. And uh, it's a sl- it's slightly calmer uh, today than, than during the day. Now here's another um, archway with uh, beautiful banners here on the left and on the right. Uh, I don't know if these banners represent some guild or anything. I, this left one is just beautiful shades of blue and purple and there are some I don't know if these are trees or flowers that are symbolized there or that are painted on these banners but anyway it looks very pretty and even though in the past this city would have been richer 
more opulent, it's still very, very nice. And then here, when we, at the end of our, uh, of the road that goes up the hill, we see in front of us this imposing uh, building of uh, the prancing pony. It is uh, a nice symmetrical, almost symmetrical building. Um, it is uh, well, at least three stories high, as far as I can tell. Um, and uh, the windows are, are, are all lit, so there are probably some guests inside there. Again, beautiful banners to uh, embellish the facade. And then in the center, there is this little stair uh, that uh, goes to the, uh, the main entrance of the Prancing Pony which is in the, on the left side of the building. And there's this, um, uh, gosh, this symbol of the, of the uh, literally of the prancing pony. And you see a, a white pony on a red background uh, dancing around. Well, but prancing, does it mean like, like something like dancing or? Yes, like dancing. <laughs> like what a horse would do when it's dancing. Right, well, this horse clearly is, uh, is, is happy, is, is dancing. These must have been, you know, happier times when the, the prancing pony was uh, was originally built and i can imagine that for a hobbit or for a dwarf this 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 whole building looks humongous it looks really almost like a small castle uh, not so much for the elves and for the humans of course because they're a lot taller although the uh, from what i read the uh, the original population of brie is is not that tall I mean, the, the rangers, for instance, and the people from, uh, from that live in the north are a lot taller, but the people in Bree themselves are kind of short, yeah, dark hair. That's true. If you read uh, the, the chapter where they entered Bree in A Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. and they did, uh, Tolkien describes that the men of Bree, which were, are very old, they, are, they were here before, as I remember correctly, before mm -hmm. the dwarves and the hobbits were here, and they are short, shorter than normal man and they have brown or red hair right red hair interesting yeah <laughs> well let's uh, walk up to the prancing pony let's see if uh, the owner is there here's the door um, oh wait a second there's a sign that I never never actually noticed it says the prancing pony and I can't really decipher the letters underneath or what it says underneath the prancing pony I think it says by B Barleyman Butterbore Oh, okay. Well, I cannot read that because it's kind of faded away. It's uh, it needs a little fresh layer of paint. Let's go in and see what we will find on the inside of the of the prancing pony. Um, the prancing pony has been in Brie for uh, well, as long as people remember, and it's always been owned by the same family, from what I heard. Uh, so here is, I think this must be the owner uh what's his name again barley barleyman butterbur barleyman butterbur and he is standing behind a counter serving beer to uh the to his uh his clients and there is a a dwarf on my left side uh talking to another dwarf i guess that's another dwarf right yeah that's another dwarf yes. too you know the one has brown a brown beard and the other one has gray hair Slightly balding, so it must be an older dwarf. And uh, Barleyman Butterbeer, 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 saying <laughs> Butterbeer, but that's from the. That's isn't that that's what they Harry drink Potter. in the Harry Potter world? <laughs> I wonder if I order a Butterbeer if we if we can get one here. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, Barleyman himself is um, 
it's kind of a middle-aged guy. I guess he's like in his 50s, bald, and uh, has a very friendly demeanor. And uh, so this is probably where Frodo uh, and his companions have asked for, uh, well, first of all, a drink. And, um, and then probably also some, uh, some information about this strange fellow that was observing them. Observing them from, uh, you know, sitting at one of the windows. Let's let's walk around here on the f on the first floor. Um, this is the kind of the main hall of the of the prancing yeah, pony. Kind of common room. Yeah, the common room. Low ceilings, large wooden tables, and uh, well, there's even some music here in the background. That's nice. I can see the remains of. Uh, what probably was dinner a couple of hours ago, but there's not much left. Some uh, some uh, jugs here, beer jugs, and some empty plates. But there is still part of a roasted... I think it's a pig, a roasted pig. Or it might be just another wild animal that I just don't want to know what it is. But it, uh, it must smell very good. <laughs> here is a nice uh, uh, fireplace with uh, several people just sitting there. Oh, look at that, how cute. There's a cat sitting on this left chair, sleeping in the warmth of the flames. And some other people sitting here, and, uh, well, as you can tell, there is a, there's a minstrel on the left, playing some nice uh, music on his lute. And uh, let's see, what else have we got here? Here's another table. Oh, here, look at this. There's a hobbit standing on a, a little footstool. <laughs> And uh, I guess she's telling stories to the crowd. There's some but mostly hobbits sitting here in this area. Uh, there's a, there's even a <laughs> there's a drunkard. <laughs> there's a drunk hobbit, and he's uh, he's sleeping at one of the tables. And so this must be the place, kind of where the hobbits sit and gather. And if I if I remember correctly, that's also the first. Uh, Desire or, or the thing that the the the, the hobbits want to do when they enter this 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 inn, they are a little bit intimidated by all the the tall people or or the what are they called? Like the you've got the big people and the small people in, um, in yeah, Brie? the big people and the little people. Oh, the little people, yeah. So the, the hobbits are definitely the littlest people because they're even smaller than than dwarfs, and uh, I guess that most of the company of Frodo has never been to Bree. Um, because Bree no. is still 40 miles away from the Shire. And so uh, it, it's literally for them, it's going to the big city, but also to, to a place where the people are huge. And so they feel mm -hmm. a little, liter literally very small, uh, yes. surrounded yeah, by if, all these people. If you notice, they have their own little section over here with, with yes. smaller tables, smaller it, chairs, so they don't feel. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering why do they all sit here in this in this area? But you're right, the tables are are tiny. <laughs> the only thing that is the same size as on the other bigger tables over there for the humans. Uh, the only thing that has the same size is this roasted pork here in front of these two, uh, this, <laughs> this couple here that is sitting. And, uh, well, they like to eat, so they still need a lot of food, even though they're small. Definitely. We, well, we know we ha they have breakfast. They have, what is it, second breakfast, Eleven mm -hmm. Seas, lunch. Do they have second lunch? I don't even know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> there must <laughs> and, be... Yeah. And tea. Oh, tea, of course. And then dinner. And then this second. must be and actually... And then supper. 
after dinner. This so this must be supper, or it might be dessert. I don't know if they have pork for dessert, but it's definitely like there is enough to continue eating for the rest of the evening while they while they listen to this uh, minstrel hobbit that is, uh, and she's standing there in her uh, nice pink robes, and she has a lot to tell. What she say? Oh, the lady of the house cried. Well, she's telling a story. Hold on. Where is she telling jokes? Let's see. I just I just missed what she was saying. <laughs> I'm always amazed at the detail uh, that you find in Middle Earth and all these little stories. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's singing a ballad. Oh, that Since could she's be. a minstrel. Oh, here, here it is. Cry, uncle, I did say. And when he did, the treasure I grabbed and ran far away away. I stole the treasure and ran far away. Hmm. Hmm. So I think we're just getting little snippets of what she's I telling. I guess so. I guess so. These must be old stories. Actually, the um, uh, the 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 hobbits learned to write from the humans, which of course had learned were taught by the by the elves originally. Uh, but there was a Dunedain that uh, taught the hobbits how to write, and so they adopted the same. I think the same alphabet, if I'm not mistaken. And so yes. that's that's kind of when they started to write down their own myths and stories and and also part of their history, which is something that the elves hardly ever did. Uh, but uh, the, uh, the both the humans and the hobbits, living of course a, a more, much shorter life, had much more of a desire uh, to kind of write down the stories and the histories and the myths of their of their people, so they could uh, be read by the newer generations. Let's walk around a little bit more here in uh, Butterbur's beautiful prancing pony inn. There's some nice... Uh, oh, wait a second. Here's a barber. You can even get your hair done. <laughs> or your beard, depending on uh, <laughs> on your your current hair, uh, your facial hair. Um, so, if we want to stay here, uh, I guess we'll have to go to the guest quarters. And uh, so we have to pass this fireplace and try to find the stairs. Lots of mess here, all kinds of sta- uh, stacked chairs. Yeah, these must be leftover stairs. I, I guess that if they have a lot of guests, they can just put these chairs also in the main area. Uh, I can see some coats here, definitely human coats. And I was wondering if there is also another... Oh, wait a second. This is an interesting place. They've got lots of beer here. And uh, this must be part of the kitchen. Here's another door. Let's see, but this is definitely not the guest quarters. This must be more for the personnel. So why don't we go in, yeah, in there. this corridor? And then straight on. Nice wooden floor. Oh yeah, this is a nice kind of a, a dining area. And uh, this must be for the more, the richer guests that are eating here. And uh, they didn't even clean the dishes. So they probably hired some personnel to do that. But I think that here is the... Yeah, right. Here's the staircase that leads up. Ooh, look at that. There's a big bear here in the, sitting in the corner or standing in the corner. This must be a trophy by, you know, probably hunt, hunted down by one of the... One of the hunters or perhaps even by one of the rangers. Who knows? And some nice paintings here on the wall. It's all very cozy. Here's a door. I wonder if... Oh, I can't go in, unfortunately. 
let's go upstairs. Let's see if we can... Find. Okay, here's another door. And I guess all these doors are closed right now. But this is where... This is where the hobbits must have stayed during the night. Um, but tell me a little bit about uh, about Strider. Uh, they, they are sitting there in the, you know, just uh, drinking a beer. And of course, these jugs must be humongous to the to the hobbits. They're like twice as big for them as for normal humans. Um, oh, nice! Look, this is a, a a nice guest room. This could be I the. Just, I think this, this is, is the a hobbit room. Yeah, yes. it must be. It's four small beds with. Uh, Blue, white, checkered uh, drapes, and uh, two small windows. Yeah, this must be where the hobbits stayed for the night, or at yes, least exactly. Yeah, that's kind of that was the original plan, and then uh, Strider actually uh, was had had a, a like a, a a secret plan to uh, to protect him against these uh, dark riders that would visit Bree in the middle of the night. Yeah, if you uh, could re recall the story uh, that uh, Tolkien writes about in uh, in in Lord of the Rings, they uh, they enter the prancing pony, the the four hobbits, mm -hmm. and then um, um, Frodo uh, makes sure that he's called Underhill and not Baggins. Yes, of course. And and um, um, at at one point um, they get too merry, they drink too much beer, and uh, Strider warns the Frodo that his friends are getting too talkative and then he um, gets in the center of the attention starts to drink too much uh, uh, jumps on the table and starts to sing songs and of, uh, yeah, then he slips accidentally his ring on, on his finger and then he dis disappears in mid-air so he's drawing quite a lot of attention and that's why when um, yeah, Strider Aragorn decides they, uh, they have to leave the common room and retreat uh, in, in, uh, in here actually Right. And then they, um, Aragorn has a has a private talk with uh, with Frodo, and then also um, the innkeeper comes comes in because he carries a letter from Gandalf for Frodo. Oh, okay. And it's all happening here. And so uh, this whole ploy, this this uh, kind of uh, uh, where they make they make it seem as if the hobbits are sleeping in this room. Uh, is that this, is that just in the movies or is that also in the book? Oh no, that that's in the book too. Oh, uh, cool. Strider has an idea that um, when the Black Riders come, they're gonna obviously attack the Hobbit rooms. So he uh, he puts bolsters in the bed, big pillows, to make it look like the Hobbits are still in the bed. Right. So when the when the Black Riders break in in the middle of the night, they they stab the the beds, but there's no there's no hobbits in them. They're hiding in another room. Yeah, it's a chilling scene. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> it totally it fooled fooled me when I watched it for the first time. I was like, <gasps> no way! <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a great. So they must have stayed in a building on the other side of the of the square, I guess. Um, I think they stayed uh, upstairs. Oh, okay. Uh, weren't they in one of the big people rooms? They moved. Oh, to one of that's the big possible. Rooms? I yeah. think so. It's possible, and um, it's it's very cool to see that uh, uh, Bree is such a multicultural uh, uh, town where where you know there is there are provisions for hobbits, for dwarves, for 
for humans, for elves. Everybody seems to be welcome here. Let's let's walk back to the the main room here. Yeah, and it's the only it's the only place where uh, big people and little people, hobbits and and men, live together. There's no other place where they they actually mingle like they do in Bree. And there's some hobbits who actually live right in Bree. But there's also a couple towns around here where it's exclusive, pretty much exclusively hobbits. Yeah, we might actually go and uh, and uh, uh, venture outside if it's safe enough, and uh, and try to visit a, f a couple of these uh, settlements um, if we have some time. Let's go outside again. Um, you know, I, I, I've heard that um, actually the town of Bree was one of the first places where the where the hobbits settled when they came from uh, from the from the was it from the west or from now from the east? They came from the from east, the right? East. They were they lived in the area of the Misty Mountains, and this is kind of where they first settled. And it's it's only later on that they moved uh, further to uh, uh, to the Shire, which they actually liked a lot more. <laughs> because that yes. was really their land. At the time when they f uh, first discovered the Shire, there was almost nothing there. Uh, it was also not cultivated a a at all, and, and they worked for, well, probably for centuries to kind of make it their own. Yes, that's right. They originally started over um, just uh, west of the Misty, or west of Mirkwood and east of the Misty Mountains. They came over the mountains and slowly moved west. So this is uh, this is one of the first places that they settled, and then they, yeah, eventually went over to the Shire and sort of tamed it. But they still, quite a few of them still stayed in Bree. And uh, this is also, <laughs> this is kind of a, a trivia thing, but... Um, Apparently, this is the place where they discovered pipeweed. Or at least they, they discovered the benefit of smoking pipeweed. This is yes. mentioned in uh, <laughs> the first book of The Lord of the Rings, kind of in that, that historical overview that we get. By the way, I'm walking uh, down the hill again, uh, and there's this other square, the market square. And the sound that you hear is the sound from a fountain in the center. Let's walk up. Let's take a look at the fountain here. That's a lot of noise. <laughs> and uh, what do you know? It's uh, three tusks. Is that how do you call these uh, these Four creatures? Boars. Oh, <laughs> is it what? No, what is it? Wars? I couldn't boars. hear it. Uh, I'm sorry, boars. Oh, boars. Wild, sorry. Wild yeah. Pigs. The, the fountain is making so much noise that I had a hard time. <laughs> Hearing you now, with the, is this has this some symbolic meaning, or is it just because there are a lot of boars here in the area? I think it's just because boars overrun the place, pretty much. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Why not turn them into a statue? Um, so it was here that the the hobbits kind of discovered pipeweed and and started smoking it, and uh, no one is really certain, but there are some strong indications that the, the pipeweed itself was uh, came from uh, from a totally different part of Middle Earth and was brought here by traveling salespeople and uh, uh, and, and, and I think that the hobbits kind of developed this into an art and I guess yeah. that uh, the, the man also smoke I'm not sure about the elves if they smoke or not I, I don't recall them ever smoking no they could though if they live forever. <laughs> I mean, it's not yeah, going to hurt. Their, not going to damage their lungs. 
<laughs> Maybe that's why they live forever. Uh, they don't smoke. Yeah. Oh, that could be it. <laughs> there you go. We discovered the secret of longevity. <laughs> now, everywhere on this market square, you see these tents, nicely, brightly colored uh, tents where where uh, smiths and, and other uh, salesmen are, are, are trying to sell either armor or swords or daggers or, um, or even food. And, uh, oops, there's a fountain again. Uh, where shall we go? Uh, we, we could first go, well, let's take a look at the crafting hall. Uh, because it's right here at the foot of the square. This is a place where we, uh, have to go often to kind of make sure that we, uh, that we craft. Um, so all over Middle Earth you can gather material, be it wood or metal, and, uh, and this is the place where you can refine it. And so there's a workbench, you can create your own jewels here, and it's, it's always quite busy here. There's a forge on the other side uh, with some uh, uh, fierce-looking, dark-haired dwarf standing here. Stouthammer is his name. <laughs> and uh, some weapon crafters, metal metal smith, smith. Uh, now this must be more the most interesting part of the building for hobbits because this is where you can cook your food. So uh, here's Gil Greenbush Bush, and he's a novice cook, and this is where you can uh, learn to uh, create your own uh, lunch or dinner or um, even lembas. Okay. Then. And, and there's two more statues of boars. Yes, definitely. Well, I guess that um, the area surrounding Bree has a lot of uh, not only boars, but also wolves and, uh, gosh. Bears. Lots of bears. Yeah, lots of rabbits as well. So I guess that there, this is very fertile you know, hunting ground. And, of course, to, uh, to provide food for all these visitors, uh, there must be quite a bit of hunting going on in the fields around Bree, so it's, it's, it's no wonder that they, um, they create statues also <laughs> to honor that. I guess that there is a, a road here that bring, will bring us to the uh, western part of the, of this, of the town. Uh, although this is not the one. This is a dead end. Let's see, where was that road? I was getting a bit, a bit confused. Is a bit it more north, I think. Or was it more south? I, I always forget where it is. Oh, it's here. Oh, yes, here. No, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. Here's another town watcher. It must be in the middle of the night right now, so you, you have some guards. <laughs> There's some laundry hanging to dry here. And, uh... I'm glad that I'm in, you know, with you guys, because it's, uh... These darker alleys... Wouldn't feel comfortable walking around here, uh, by myself. Now, we're coming up to a, a, a square with an imposing statue in the middle. This is the Stone Quarter. Um, oh. That sounded like a cat. Is that yeah. your cat? <laughs> no. No, that's my turtle. I only have a turtle walking behind me. Okay, there must be a cat sitting here somewhere. <laughs> All right, so here in the center is a is a big statue of a of a dwarf, a warrior dwarf. 
Now, is this just some generic dwarf, or is this uh, some some uh, important figure from the past? Could this be Dwalin, or... Oh, wait a second, Dwalin is still alive at the time of the Lord of the Rings. Maybe Durin? Maybe Durin. You know, it's never said, and there's no plaque or anything that says what uh, dwarf this uh, statue is. So, And it looks ancient, so I don't know. I don't know who this is, but uh, I have to think that maybe the dwarves even put this up, maybe even before Bree was here, just to mark the crossroads of, of such an important trade route. Yeah, it's it, well, it, it shows at least the um, uh, the well, the, the the place that the dwarves had in in society at the time, and that the dwarves were considered to be, you know, just not just like second-rate citizens here in Bree, but they were... This one is portrayed as a, as a strong warrior, and he's got his shield, and uh, he's he's pointing his sword towards the heavens as if he's uh, kind of protecting the town. Um, so this this refers, I think, to the uh, the, the good relationship that uh, man had, and, and also Hobbes had with the dwarves. And also their... Uh, well, kind of that the, the, they... They did a lot of. Uh, <laughs> they they there did are, there are no protect Miller. Living here, I haven't seen them. Uh, only I've seen uh, men and hobbits actually. But maybe. Well, there were some dwarfs in the in the the prancing pony, and there there was another dwarf working in the uh, the, the crafting hall. So there are definitely some dwarves, but they might all be sleeping by now. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I think that they they may not live here permanent, permanently, but they certainly travel through town and they bring their their minerals and their gems and things like that and they would bring a lot of wealth into the town and I'm sure they stayed here sometimes on their travels yes and actually Bree is where uh, Gandalf and uh, Thorin Oakenshield met and orchestrated the the entire uh, sequence of events that takes place in The Hobbit this is where they met and they decided to go after Smog really? I didn't know yes. that. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. cool. Um, by the way, I, I learned from uh, one of the watchers here uh, that um, when Bree was settled, the area was was a prime hunting ground for wild boar. Uh, th- they were the primary wow. source of meat for the first settlers, and uh, say, this, and they have also become a symbol of tenacity, according to this uh, to this watcher. But it kind of makes sense. So the, the boar fountain was built to honor the first folk who settled Bree and used the wild boar surrounding the township as provender, it says here. Uh, so uh, I guess that the boars kind of are, are a symbol for the, well, the resilience of the, the people of Bree. And that they, you know, would, uh, would kind of resist if they were attacked. Mm-hmm. Well, they certainly are stubborn, the boars that are still here. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and uh, let's see. I'm trying to find some information about uh, this statue of the of the dwarf, um, but it's kind of hard to find because these these stories are are so old. Uh, where can we go in the meantime? Uh, shall we continue? There's there's Beckers the Alley, a little bit south southwest. Okay. Why don't you just show us the way, and I'll follow. <clears throat> I always get a bit disoriented, especially at night. I can't really tell where the, there's no sun. This is Mudgate. Kind of a seedy area here. There's a campfire and some runes. 
I can Chickens. see a half-starved pony. Aww. And Matt Heathertoes. Oh, the poor pony. So this must be the poorer uh, area of, of Bree, I guess. And maybe this is Bill the pony. Uh, Bill Fernie sold a pony to the hobbits after all their ponies had ran away when the... Um, when the black riders chased them away, oh. so so uh, Bill Fernie sold them a half-starred pony, which turned into Bill the Pony, and, and Bill the Pony was actually a lot happier with the hobbits because they they fed him, of course. So so this is <laughs> this is the dark underside of Bree. Yeah, but it might be him. Yeah, it might, might this might actually be Bill the Pony. Who knows? <laughs> it looks like him. Gosh, and. Nora, where are we going here? There's a, another staircase that goes up. Well, and if you see, there's a few Southerners hanging around here. Southern raiders. Oh yeah. Some of the brigands, and and even when, uh, even when Frodo and and uh, the hobbits were first coming through Bree, there were already some sort of a bad element coming into town from mm. the south. So they were starting to have some trouble in town, and that's probably one of the, one of the reasons why they had such an unfriendly welcome at the gate too. It's because they'd started having trouble already. That's it. So it was going. Uh, the city was going down a drain. Now we're, this is this is a very old area. The old stone ruins. These look like the remains of some uh, some ancient castle. Perhaps something that was even here before Brie itself was built. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, Brie was part of the uh, the realm of Cardaland, which is part of that northern kingdom that we have talked about before. Uh -huh. So these would be ruins from the northern kingdom wow. thousands of years previous. Fantastic. I'm actually looking at an ancient crest here on the wall, and it's, it's glowing. Inscribed upon the wall, you can make out the royal crest of one of the ancient Arnorian kingdoms to which these runes once doubtless belonged. And it shows a, the symbol of a tree and uh, six stars and then some weird it looks symbol. Like a, a I don't know what like it is. like the white tree of Gondor. Hmm. I don't know what it is. It could be. Or the, or the tree of Numenor. Could be. I wonder what that thing is on on top. You know, in between the stars. If that's symbolizing a tower, or I'm it looks not like sure. a helmet. A helmet with a sword helmet. and two horns. Oh, that could be. Yeah, it could be a helmet uh, with a sword. Anyway, it's really ancient stuff here, and it's uh, it's still nice to have this element. This is kind of a nice round, circular. This must have been a circular room, probably part of a huge tower that is no longer there. Unfortunately, let's move on. Let's see. This is, I think, the economic area. Is it, isn't the bank? In, yeah, in the this bank is right around the corner. All right. Let's see. And the taxidermist is here. Yeah. White thorns taxidermy. The furs. There's furs hanging out to dry. Oh right yeah, here. yeah. There you go. Wow. <laughs> These must be from freshly skinned boars and boars and bears and other animals. Yeah, probably uh, they will be stuffed and put in, in somewhere uh, as a trophy. Nice. Well, here's the vault, the Bree Town Vault. Two guards are standing here in front of the 
kind of inner inner area, and here is the door. Let's go in. Let's take a look. We're just exploring the town. Okay, here we are. This is the bank, and uh, wow, it, it it looks like a bank. Uh, there are some uh, uh, two. There are two bankers actually, or vault keepers they are called, um, standing behind some counters. Part of the room here is uh, fenced off, so you can't get to the uh, the part where. Or oh, wait a second, no, there's a, there's a door that is open. Yeah, I can just walk <laughs> past it. So their security is a, is a bit low right now. <laughs> and here are individual vaults that you can probably rent to store your belongings. Or yeah, probably uh, you whatever. need to uh, you get a key or something because you all have keyholes. So I guess so. So this is a nice place to kind of store your money for the night if you are not certain of uh, the security of your hotel room in the inn. You can just leave it here <laughs> in the bank. The, uh, according to um, the owner of the Brie Vaults, uh, they don't charge anything for... Uh, uh, Oh wait, we charge nothing to store many of your goods, but for a small but increasing fee, we will store even more. So that's cool. They have kind of this uh, freemium model that they're using here in the Middle Earth economy, <laughs> where you get your first storage space for free, but if you uh, if you gather more riches through uh, uh, during your travels, you pay them a little bit more. But so they want to make sure that you're a happy customer first. <laughs> that's very cool. <laughs> Now in the uh, let's go to uh, Wythe Torn's taxidermy and let's see what the history is of this place. Now this is all kind of uh, this is not canon information <laughs> that we're we're talking about here. This is a, a little bit of the small stories here that, that you can tell. Uh, the, the on the inside. Uh, it's actually quite nice place. There's a fireplace in the corner, small one, and then you've got all these trophies on the walls. I can see some some big fish here, and uh, there's a, another bear, and even a well, it looks like a dog, or or could it be a small warg or something like that? And there's a raven uh, above the fireplace, and what is that thing underneath? That's a that's an arm. Do you see that? Oh yes! Ew! <laughs> That's yikes! It, maybe it's an arm from the Barrow Downs. Ew, one of those crawling that arms. Could be. Oh yeah! It looks like one That's of these chopped-off arms. How do you? I call don't know if I'd want that in my house. <laughs> Definitely not. Apparently, there's a market for it. So. What's What's the word for an object that is like that? Is it stuffed? Is it, or yes, a stuffed animal. Okay. In yeah. this case, it's a. St a stuffed arm. Some more fish here. Uh, this is... Wow, this looks like another big... Like a boar or something worse. Huh, interesting. Lots of fish. This is definitely a warg here in the corner. This huge wolf-like creature. Yes. Very impressive. And there's another beer here in the... Bear, I should say, not a beer. A bear in the storage space. <laughs> it's a very small room. Uh, let's look up the information here. Uh, this, so this is Whitethorn's taxidermy. Uh, my son and I, along with Mr. Whitbread, yeah, Whitbread, 
can fashion wondrous trophies from the unique finds you come across in your adventures. You can display these wonders within your homes if you choose. Have a look if you like, and when you are ready, take the road outside my home to the southeast beyond the Ironmonger's Gate to the Stone Quarter. Turn east before the statue of the dwarf and follow the alley to the Scholars. They are good fellows and quite knowledgeable about Bree. Speak with Newbolt Leafcutter in the Scholars' Stair. We could do that, actually. So he's giving us some tourist tips on, uh, on where to go. Um, I already forgot what he was talking about. So did we have to go east? I know where to go. Oh, okay. I'll just follow you then. I happen to be a scholar, so... I hear a sparrow. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's my cat. Nice. I got it from the elves and river bells. Really? I love the sound of this bird. <laughs> Oh, wait, I lost you guys. Where are we going? Who am I following right now? <laughs> well, I'll just follow Inga. Are, are we going to the scholar's stair? I guess so. Yes. Well, there are two ways to get there. Uh, I'm taking a tourist to move. Oh yeah, here's another staircase. I'm not that fast, I'm a little, little guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Up some I'm stairs and up some stairs. Oh, wow. Look at this. There's this whole secondary road uh, that is kind of elevated. Oh, this is the Scholar's Walk? Yes. Wow. How cool. I don't think I've ever been in this area. <laughs> so this, these are the Scholar's Stairs archives. So okay. Let's that's where the Scholar's uh, yeah, where they, where they gather. Hang out. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, lots of... Oh, I usually take the other entrance. This is where uh, my uh, runekeeper trainer is. Yeah, lots of scrolls here and books. So we've got these big uh, uh, bookshelves. And on the lower shelves, you see a lot of scrolls. And, and the upper uh, shelves, they store all these books. Now let's see, Newbolt Leafcutter is here, and according to him, much of the history of Bree and Breeland is stored within these walls and within other safe places throughout the city. We are being more diligent than ever to keep safe the history of our land. Foul men are lurking all about, uh, all over town, and there is tell of shadows that leap out at folks in recent days. Uh, interesting. Those must be the Black Riders they're talking about. I guess so, yeah. And he refers us to uh, Matt Heathertoes that we just met in Beggar's Alley. Because um, he's, uh, he's been attacked by these, by these shadows. Let's see what, what's written there. Um, oh, and there's also some, there are some stories about ghosts uh, roaming around at the South Gate. Yeah, I have Perhaps seen one there. Perhaps we can go there. Let's go there. Let's see if uh, we can... Uh, you only see them at night, so maybe may need to be quick. Okay. So well, it's still it's still dark outside, as far as I can tell. So let's yeah, let's try to find some ghosts. These um, let's see where are we? I'm totally lost. Let me look at the map here. Okay, now I see. We just I need to go south where we came yes. from. I love this kind of elevated promenade. From here, you've got a nice view. I'm look. I'm standing on a balcony, looking down 
on the square with the with the dwarf. Yeah. And I can see the so houses. It's the beautiful. The big building uh, in the back you see there, that's the jail. Ooh, nice. It's our jail. Okay, well, let's go there. Because I gather we have to go to the same area yes. for the uh, yes. Yes. for the ghosts. Or the spirits. What's the deal with these spirits, actually? Is that something... Uh, well, the Barrow Downs are quite close to where we are now, so... Maybe some uh, spirit escaped from there. Yeah, I just wonder what the whole concept of spirits is in, in, in Tolkien's work. If they are really the undead, or... Uh, I don't know. Um, it seems also a bit that um, the evil forces, so... Uh, Sauron um, mm -hmm. just, uh, reanimates that uh, that body. So yeah, they definitely most of the time seem to be evil. Um, so they must be under the influence of uh, of Sauron somehow. Yeah, they're evil. Uh, not necessarily evil, but like the Oathbreakers, I think, is where we see spirits the most. Oh, in true, Lord of, of Rings, course. So. Yes. Yeah. So they're kind of uh, the dead who are resting uneasily. They're they're not uh, they're not at peace. They they still haven't kind of uh, finished their mission in life, probably. Exactly. So they're yes. restless, and that that's kind of yeah, that's kind of the idea of the of the return of the king of that part of the story where they 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 fight and thereby they redeem themselves in a way ooh here's a grave i'm actually walking um we're in the southern part of the of the town yeah. and um if you look west there's a spirit approaching ooh yeah there you go and this must be his tomb there is a a, a nice looking beautiful tomb of a i i guess it's a king he's got a a crown like on a his king, head yeah. yeah nobleman Maybe from Cardolan? Oh, that could be. Yeah, because actually this looks like the same architecture of the of the runes that we saw further up north. Oh, I hear them. This is a <laughs> the lost shade. Do you hear him? That's that's a spirit. And let me see. He doesn't look like the guy on the tomb, but he does have he's wearing an armor. And he's almost completely decomposed. And he looks a lot like the... Uh, like the shades, like the ghosts that we see in um, The Return of the King. And he's literally kind of a lost soul. He, he's wandering about. Doesn't seem to have any purpose in life. And uh, I remember from one of my previous adventures in this part of Bree that at one point I had to go into, gosh, this area, what's it called, near the dark forest where you've got all these spirits? Barrow Downs. Is that the Barrow Downs? Yeah, I had to go there and uh, and actually help him uh, with a quest. Um, and and it was one of the things that he still had to do. Oh, wow, he's he's moving towards the tomb there. Let's get out of here. I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps. This is creepy. <laughs> Now here's a hunting lodge, lodge owned by the Man of Bree, and they're all sitting here outside. There's a yeah. Hobbit. These are the Bree traders. They'll they'll oh, trade in things okay. that you get in the Barrow Downs and, and other places, and um, you can uh, you can buy things from them. Yeah, and there's also something interesting about their names, and that's also something that uh, the hobbits uh, point at uh, in the story. Okay. They have all kinds of, yeah, 
organic names, Leafcutter and yeah. Willowmate and Greendale and Parliament Butterburger. So they have all those, all those brief folks have those names with uh, yeah vegetables and, and plants and stuff in the apple door. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So uh, yeah, they live close to nature in this area, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also how you Smallwood. recognize them. Uh, if you are not in Brie, oh, someone uh, is called Leafcutter. You know he's from Brie. He's from Brie. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> now this guy is certainly not from Brie. He's called Flambert Took. He's a trainer for the hunters, and uh, he's definitely a hobbit. He's got this red hair, and uh, he's, so he's one of the Tooks. And we know the Tooks from uh, from from the stories of Bilbo and Frodo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the Tooks are some of the most adventurous of the hobbits, so you can. Probably find them far and wide. That's why he's here. Because most <laughs> hobbits, ever since they settled in the Shire, never ventured out of the Shire anymore. Um, yeah, they like to stay put for yeah, the most part. Yeah, why would they? Aren't, aren't <laughs> uh, hobbits who live in Bree and, and outside the Shire, aren't they called outsiders by, by hobbits in, in the Shire? Yes, but interestingly enough, the hobbits of the Shire are also called outsiders by the hobbits of Bree. So uh, it goes both ways. <laughs> I hope there's not too much animosity uh, between. I just don't think there's n- not a lot of travel between the two groups anymore. So they're they're both a little foreign to each other. Let's what? Let's go to that um, to that prison because we've almost finished our uh, tour of Bree. Uh, but I do want to take a look at the prison. And for that, we have to go back in... Or at Southgate now. If I turn right, I can see the the big doors. They look almost identical to the doors of the West Gate. Um, And I guess if you follow the road and travel east, you'll get to the marshes. Yes. Uh, To the Midgewater Marshes. Midgewater Marshes, which are also kind of dangerous. So we'll explore that some other time. And this is definitely... Breetown Jail, because here in front of this big dark oh, poor man. building is a prisoner, and he's actually he's got his head and his hands locked in. I don't know what this device is called, but you see it a lot in these medieval uh, <laughs> oh. places. Laura, it's called the, it's called the stocks. The stocks. Put him in the stocks. Oh, yes. Oh wow! And it, so it's it's a. It's, a, of course, an instrument of humiliation because this guy is just on display and he's totally helpless. Yes, you're <laughs> supposed to humiliate him. Oh, wow. Well, I'm too kind for that. That's I don't want to do that today. Punishment. The poor man. <laughs> Who knows why he's there? Let's get inside the, the jail because this is probably where the <laughs> real brigands are. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Here on the left is a big wooden fence, and on the other side, I can see the brigands. These are bandits, and these are the real bad guys. Let's see what they what they, what can they tell us. Lily Appledore is here, and uh, according to her, uh, these are the cells where those who mean ill to the people of Brief find themselves. It is also where we train future recruits for the town watch and guard. So you can hear some people training. There are some watchers uh, or some apprentice watchers and they are uh, fighting these dummies. Look a bit like um, scarecrows. 
scarecrows, and uh, so they are uh, um, training their skills to protect the city. Um, the difference between the town watches and the guards is subtle, but the watch has more power to also roam the countryside to protect the many farms of Bree. Recent weeks and months have seen an increase in brigand activity, and the watch is terribly strained. So yeah, it looks like uh, this area is getting more and more dangerous, also for the various farmers that uh, live outside of the protective walls of Bree. Uh, if you go outside the city, um, where we for, for example, where I just started, yes. if you go a little bit more west, there are lots of, of those brigands uh, camping out, uh, Rome, yeah, threatening yeah. farmers, um, distorting them. Of course, robbing these farms and uh, threatening the owners. Now, I, I don't think that this was originally a prison. It looks like this was more of a, I don't know, probably just a big house. And uh, it seems to me that it was just transformed into into uh, a prison because most of the stuff here this seems to be kind of yeah. added on. Let's go outside again. Um, and I guess it's uh, it's almost time to wrap up this visit of uh, of Bree Town. We've been uh, walking around here for almost an hour now. Uh, I don't think that we have time to visit the other uh, uh, villages east of, of Bree. We will, we will do that another time, but perhaps a nice place to, uh, uh, to wrap things up would be here on the main, the central square, where you've got the Bree Town Hall. And um, well, again, the, the Bree Town Hall is a, is, a, is a nice building with a tower on the left. Is there anything else uh, that we want to talk about here, uh, Laura or Inge? Well, I'm just struck, especially looking at the town hall, how medieval it looks. It really looks yes. like a medieval building, doesn't it? Well, well the, whole, the, the whole town of Bree, look, I, I come from Germany, and if you go a little bit to the south of Germany, mm -hmm. then lots of those houses have this same style. All those white plastered with beams, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, dissecting the, the plaster. So the, you would totally find this kind of town in the southern part of Germany. It all looks very sturdy, but also a bit barren. Uh, it's it's not it's not as refined on the inside uh, as, for instance, like Elven settlements or you know what we've seen in uh, in Rivendell. I mean, they they make sure that the outside of the building is beautiful, but also the inside. Here, it's much more kind yeah, of down to earth much more time to decorate their houses Absolutely. because they live forever yeah, well i and guess so that must be it <laughs> that must be it it's more utilitarian here i yes. think although i have to say that the, all the there's another watcher here but his uniform uh, looks really nice i mean it's they do uh have some some class i mean it's 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 nice but the, the houses themselves are, are quite simple but it might also be because this town is just bustling with activity, both for the trading, but also, you know, the the hunt, and then the, per, perhaps also the times that the city is attacked. Uh, these guys are just way too busy to spend, uh, uh, you know, kind of painting their walls and everything. Yeah, although they do have some pretty banners. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and there's a real nice uh, bearskin rug on the wall. 
<laughs> so that's about as fancy as they get. That's it. And there's a nice chandelier hanging from the ceiling. Oh well, that, it's not that nice actually. <laughs> it's again, it's just some, you know, some some candles and. This must be kind of a thing for a wheel or something like that from a, from a, I don't know. From a wagon. A wagon yeah. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go outside and, and wrap this, uh, this visit to Bree up. Um, there's much more to talk about, as usual, uh, but we uh, kind of ran out of time. But we will be back in uh, Middle Earth uh, very soon with another episode of uh, The Secrets of Middle Earth. No idea where we, where we will go next, but uh, we might actually go and just explore... Um, what's the name of these these towns here? Coombe and uh, you've got Staddle. Staddle. Archit. Uh, Archit. But we already have been to Archit, right? Uh, could be first episode you know and we might also go and visit the the Mitchwater marshes and slowly head east to the lonelands that could be mm-hmm. uh, an interesting yeah. itinerary anyway you will uh, you'll see for yourself if you uh, check in next time for uh, on our on our on a future episode of the secrets of middle earth for now i want to thank uh, my co-hosts uh, and fellow middle earth inhabitants uh, laura and inge it was great to have you on uh, today's show um, and we want to remind you that you can find older episodes of this uh, of this series on um, our website middleearth.sqpn.com so that would be middleearth without a dash I think .sqpn.com you can also find episodes of our show dedicated entirely to The Hobbit to the book and both and to the movies that are currently in production in New Zealand uh, you can find that show if you go to uh, hop, uh, what is it thehobbit.sqpn.com thehobbit.sqpn.com people can also follow us on Twitter if you want to uh, keep up to date on when new episodes are out or if we do a live show um, we will usually post that to our Twitter feed and it's uh, we actually have two it's SQPN Tolkien that's the one account, and the other one is SQPN Hobbit, if I'm not mistaken. And then, of course, we're also on Facebook. And we're on My Middle Earth now, too. That's true. Tell us about that, Laura. Yeah, it's it's a new social website for uh, for Tolkien fans and other fantasy fans. And uh, I believe it's MyMiddleEarth.com, but you can also Google it. Yeah, that's it, my MyMiddleEarth.com. So it's MyMiddle-Earth.com. It's a, it's a great network. Uh, we're hanging out there quite a bit, and uh, so are some other famous uh, Tolkien-related podcasters like uh, Michael from Middle Earth Minutes, and, of course, the Tolkien Professor is there too. So uh, enough reasons to uh, go check it out and we hope to see you there or to see you on one of our websites you can also go to sqpn.com that's kind of our main website where we have many other shows that you might want to check out and enjoy but for now i'm saying goodbye thank you for joining us today and hopefully we'll see you soon here in middle earth I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. I bid you all a very fond farewell. <laughs>